Gang, 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 gang. Twenty podcast, man. What's up, with it? How y'all feeling today? Thank y'all for tuning in and joining us. It is your man Jose with the originator, the creator, B. Brendan. How you doing, my dog? What's up, Brody? What's up? How you living? Damn, man, feeling good, bro. Feeling good, man. Um, good vibes. Kind of a chill week for me. Uh, work and stuff like that. So pretty much just chilling around the house, getting stuff done. What about you, huh? Life good, man. Life is good. Ready to get back to school. I go back in late August, starting the fall semester. So I'm kind of just ready to get back into that mode, back to creating, being an art student, you know, going through my creative madness throughout the semester, just seeing what I could cook up, what I've been cooking up over the summer. You know, go follow my art page, Silas the Artist. You know, it's a sidebar. But, you know, just trying to get my creativity up. And yeah, man, just just been just been working, trying to save money and just make some moves that I've been trying to get through some setbacks and stuff, but definitely getting through that and hopefully, you know, looking for a better outcome when it comes school time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Feeling it, feeling it, fooling with the vibes. I love it. Uh, all right. So um, for those of y'all who are following the podcast, things like that, I hope y'all enjoyed uh the new i don't know call it a series call it a session the joe session that we had last episode um in this this one i want to say uh when it came to that joe session what pretty much what we had was uh it was it was it was a joke from a hat like pull a joke from a hat um so this time we do have a couple kind of a kind of a similar vibe here for this show bro um i got the pleasure of picking the five topics um for the show today and uh b i would say man just let me know which one you want to go with how you want to roll with it today um just get it popping shit you could pick man pick pick whatever okay um let me see let me see which one i'm kind of vibing with first off i guess i'll just go with the one that's on top bro um are men too soft in this generation um and the reason the reason that well, I want to I want to kind of preface it by just saying the reason that popped on my mind today was just I've been seeing a lot of videos of what is a masculine man, what is a what is what is toxic behavior, what is toxic masculinity, um, and you know combining or comparing I should say old ideology of how a household should run or how relationships should run, and then compare that with today's ideology of like maybe splitting things 50 50 or um men cooking and cleaning and helping out in those type of departments and things like that and you know x y and z so my question is are men too soft in today's world me personally i think the image of a man is portrayed as being too soft, I feel like men's mental health is declining. So that kind of goes into the whole realm of like, okay, like men are too soft. Men are just like, I think the idea of a man, I think our perception of what the textbook, you know, look of a man, you know, take care of the house, go to work, you know, be protector, just be the overall leader of the household. I think that image is no longer 
as potent in the modern era where we are today because you know we have this whole debate with like you said 50 50 and you know with equal leadership within a household equal like leadership within a relationship or a marriage and stuff like that it's kind of lopsided a little bit so i think the overall image of a man's i guess persona isn't really portrayed as too masculine anymore it's kind of declined in a way and i think because of social media topics with debates and stuff like that between men and women on opposing sides kind of creates that divide which will come across as men are just too soft because men are just too stuck in their ways to see things from another perspective or to really submit to their social norms or just their norms of what uh, the idea of a man is in a relationship or their man or what a man is in the household. So do I think men are too soft? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a hard question for me. That really is a hard question for me because me, because for me personally, I feel conflicted sometimes with my placement as as a man in a in a relationship not saying that a woman makes me feel like that or just you know me feeling like I'm not good enough i think i'm just conflicted because i constantly you know in my head i i don't know me constantly i'm always in my head about what kind of father i'm going to be like or what kind of husband i'm going to be like and how i want my you know relationship or marriage or just you know parent my parent parenthood to go and stuff like that. So I'm always making sure like I'm straight, making sure I'm okay in the head or make sure I'm okay with my morals first and just make sure like, Hey, like, you know, like it's okay to have weak. Cause I know I have, I have breaking points. I have weak points and I do have soft spots that I do, you know, come into crossroads with within a relationship and stuff like that. And that's kind of hard to handle and that's kind of hard to accept. And I think those tough moments or those weak moments are kind of hard to kind of accept as a man because you don't really know how to handle those things. You don't really know how to really express that or really feel like it's normal to feel like this or it's normal to get through it. Because, you know, growing up, you you kind of just have this this fucked up mentality of like, all right, deal with it. Don't cry. Push through it. Push past that shit. Like, suck that shit up. Like, not that shit weak. Like. Like that, that, that really plays a factor that really could really like harm, like it could really harm yourself. Like later on in life, just trying to like overcome those emotions or just trying to learn how to handle those emotions because you don't feel like you have a backing at the end of the day. Like you don't feel like that's normal. You don't feel like it's okay. So it's, it, it goes into like how you're brought up or it goes into how you're raised or just how, you know, you were taught to handle these certain situations when you, when it comes to, you know, you being soft, or you, you know, being emotional, you just having breaking points, you having tough days or, you know, rough patches in your life. Like, shit, shit gets tough. Shit gets rough, you know, for men, you know, because you really just don't know. You don't really know how to feel. You don't really know how to express it. You don't really know if it's okay to talk about it or if it's the right time or like if it's, you know, the right thing to do, you know, to really bring those situations up. And I'm honestly, man, I mean, I feel like, yeah, we are we are too soft, you know, just to kind of now I'm finally answering the question finally after just talking about it. But <laughs> but, yeah, I do feel like we are we, we are we are too soft because I feel like we're too hard for our own selves. We're too hard for our own selves. We're too hard on ourselves. And that that breaks us, man, that that divides us and that breaks us.
And yeah, I definitely feel like we're too soft. I love how you ended it. Um, Cause that's kind of how I see it. Um, in, in regards to like the actual question is so like, are we too soft? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say yes wholeheartedly. I'm going to say there's aspects in where um, I'm going to say there's aspects in where men nowadays are softer than what the stereotypical man had to be back in the day, meaning like early 2000s, 90s, 80s, um, 70s, you know, that pretty much like that, that generation of our grandparents and our parents. Um, and I, and, and it's, I think it's solely off of the reason that you just gave in those situations of thinking about how to handle pressure, how to handle going through life, how to going through society, um, being a man, um, and a black man at that, um, leading a family, raising a kid, being a partner in relationships. Um, I think all those pressures, um, start to set in after a while because and, and the reason they set in is because there is no release because there is no outlet there is no venting session um because we are we are raised to be tough we are raised to not cry we are we are raised to you know show no emotion and to and to be that that strong anchor um for our family for our loved ones um and for the women in our lives um, and I, I and i think it's because like if you show that weakness back then i want to say if you showed that weakness back then, if you think about the times that they kind of came up in, then the next man of another race will see that as a weakness and, they, and, 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 and they're going to break you and they're going to try to break you down. And then now your family doesn't have that protective shield that they need. And mm-hmm. then now we are in a place where I'm not going to say it's common ground because um, we're not fully equal yet um, in my eyes. But I feel like now you don't have to worry about another man coming and trying your manhood just off off the strength of just seeing you um in public you know like a white man not about to come in like nigger like nigger this and nigger that or why are you in this line why are you sitting over here you got the you have to show your your masculinity you have to show that macho side you know mm-hmm. you just go through life and go through society you go through the public as everybody else um because like times have changed um but the pressures of what people have put onto us um growing up are still there and so we see it as oh like you have to be hard you have to be um you have to be steadfast on um keeping that keeping that shield up and you know i feel like another thing too that kind of counters it if you think about back in the days of like your grandparents and your parents when they were coming up, more so your grandparents, um, the the ideology was, and the and the stereotypical way of life was, the the man brought up the man worked and brought home and paid majority of the bills, brought home the money, paid majority of the bills. Um, your grandmother pretty much made sure all the kids were straight, made sure uh, the house was clean, there was food on the table. Clothes were done, 
things like that. Um, and so that kind of gave everybody their set role, um, if that makes sense. And I think now women are beginning to catch up, let alone possibly exceed men when it comes to the the workforce. And so now both of y'all working and making, you know, a decent amount to put toward the to put toward the bills, put toward the home. Um so now instead of her focusing just solely on the house, now both of y'all tired from work. Both of y'all coming in and gotta help with the kids because going to work and then taking care of a kid and then trying to make sure the house clean and then trying to make sure they got food on the table. That's a lot at one time. Um, and I think now it's putting men in a, in a predicament where not the predicament it's putting men in the situation where now you have to start helping at home. Now you have to start, you know, maybe you watch the kids while your while your girl cooks or you cook while your girl watch the kids or clean the house and, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it's making guys look, as if they're not as masculine as as those who came before us, um, mm-hmm. and I think the 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 honest truth to this, in my eyes, is everybody's situation is different. If you have it set up where you're financially stable as a man to cover all the bills and to take care of all that, then by all means, brother, go ahead and do that. And then you and your you and your woman can decide how y'all roles of y'all household will be set up. If you as a man make this much and it could cover you could cover majority of the bills, but you also not able to save, then maybe your woman could help save up and boost up y'all savings account or maybe y'all fund money. Or y'all have it set up to where y'all both make about the even amount and a portion of your you cover these bills, she cover a portion of these bills, y'all both help save, y'all both help each other build up the family fund money, and then y'all split house responsibilities as far as I'm going to cook and you watch the kids or I'm going to cook and then I'm going to make sure like I get this cleaned up or I'm going to wash clothes and you do this, you know, uh, handle inside the house. Wow. I'm going to outside the house. You handle inside the house. Like stuff yeah. like that. Um, and I think that's what we're, that's where we're at now in today's society. And people, of course, now with like social media being the big thing and everybody having an opinion and everybody can get their opinion out as quick as possible. I think people, I think people now I think people now are starting to feel like they can just say whatever they want and just spew out ignorance, not knowing people's situations, not being fully aware of, um, of you know, circumstances. And I think that's what poses the question of why we have so many people saying, oh, men today are soft or men today are too sassy. I mean... You could say that, but at the end of the day, everybody's situation is different. Everybody has their own way of living, bringing in this amount of money, that amount of money. Um, And, you know, somebody's situation may be different from the next man. You you may, y'all may live in the same neighborhood or be friends or live in the same social economic situation, but you don't know what's going on in their household. You don't know how much this person make or that person make. Um, what this person like doing, what that person like doing. Um, and for instance, like if I want to leave, I could use my, uh, I ain't gonna put, I ain't gonna put names out there. I'm gonna just say family members that's close to me. Um, the, the husband is a great fucking cook. Not saying that the wife is not, 
But the husband is a great cook. So he, and he likes to cook, so he prefers to be the one to cook majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if he feel like it when he get off of work or like two, three, maybe three, four times out the week, he prefers to cook. Now the wife does cook and she can cook as well. But the husband just be he may just be a little bit more experienced in that area. Um and then when it comes to the whole the wife side of it, she makes sure like all the kids taken care of. Like she has that relationship and that and, and, and that niche to where she makes sure it's like everything with them is good. Like they rooms clean, they didn't took showers in the bed, they homework done, like all that good stuff like that. It just so happens now the husband is the one doing majority of the cooking instead of 20, 30 years ago, it was the other way around. Um, do, you, do you think it's like an ego thing sometimes when it comes to just feeling like, I guess, with, with like the soft, the softness of it? Do you think maybe it's an ego thing? And I'm just like playing it into like the relationship aspect of it when it comes to feeling or just feeling like if you're man enough in the relationship when you don't get to do those things or you don't feel like you're respected in a way of in a sense of like okay like yeah we're on the same playing field like you know maybe financially or just maybe educational wise and stuff like that do you think maybe the ego thing comes in when it comes to a level of respect like in the case of like okay like yeah we're in the same playing field but i need i still want to be respected as a man and i'm gonna respect you as a woman too but you think sometimes i know a lot of times when like relationships and stuff we see just on, and I'm just basing it off of social media. Like it's always a respect thing. Like, like people just don't really respect certain roles or boundaries or just have any like sort of respect in a relationship because at the end of the day, like you have to still have some type of respect for each other, you know, to, to know like, Hey, like, all right, I know you're going to take care of this and I know you got me with this and I know you're good at this and I know we can work. Like, I feel like, you know, those are the things that people just don't really like, really emphasize on a lot of things and i think that's where ego comes into like into a play a lot of the times because it's like it's okay like like you said like with the husband that likes to cook if you like to cook then cook you know what i'm saying like if that's what you do do that then cook like and if the wife is you know wants to i'm pretty sure the wife will be like all right i see you cooking i'm gonna help you clean while you cook i'm just you know it's best to clean as you go you know that makes it easier that we don't have no dishes and stuff at the end so like you cook then okay i'll clean you know it's like Vice versa, like, all right, if I see my wife cooking, I'm going to clean, I'm gonna do the dishes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to just sit on my ass on the couch and eat, put my plate in the dish. Like, I'm, nah, bro, I'm going to clean that shit up. And, like, if I got to wash the kids while you cook, I'm going to wash the kids. Like, it's just, it's really, like, it's really just a, like, it's just, it's really just like a, a team effort thing. It's just, you're a team. And I think people just don't really get that aspect a lot of the times. And I think that's where ego comes into play. Like, it's okay to switch switch roles or switch roles on a team because sometimes you have to like you know fill in when other person can't do what they got to do that's how you just that's where the the balance comes in and i think ego plays a lot i think that's not think that's why i was getting at the first question like do you think it's an ego thing when it comes to doing certain responsibilities or just feeling like um, you're a i don't think it's it well i mean yes and no um because i mean well me being married like me, me myself i'm married um, I've been married for two and a half years now. Shout out to you. We was, to, we was together for two and a half years married. I want to say about four years total, four and a half years, um, being together. And I myself, matter of fact, we just kind of had the conversation, my wife and I, 
I have an ego about myself and I have I have a huge pride in my abilities. And so I and this is not me being married. Like this didn't start when I got married. This started prior to that. This has been something I've been living with um all my life throughout my childhood up until now as an adult. Like I have to be that guy. Like I have to be that nigga. And now and what I what I mean by that is like I feel as if I've been doubted so much growing up or just through any situation, any aspect, any phase of my life that I have to prove people wrong or not even just prove people wrong, prove myself right. And mm-hmm. so I take it upon myself and I put myself in a situation to where like I have to be the best or um like that top nigga in whatever I am associated with. And so when it comes to being like, if you say like, what type of dad are you? Or what type of husband are you? In my mind, I go into it. Like I make sure my family's straight. I make sure all the, I make, I could make sure I want to put myself in a position to put us in a position where I can make sure all the bills paid. I can make sure that they're protected. I can make sure they have everything they need as far as, you know, shelter, food, water, you know, power, like it's like the essential necessity stuff like that without no question. Um, and that's my, that's my mindset. The problem that may arise sometimes is I, and I am blessed to say that I married somebody who is a strong black woman. And I'm not saying that to try to fit it into that stereotype of, Amen. You're like, yeah, like I'm not trying to say it to I'm I'm I mean that by like she makes sure like I'm straight. Like she gives me the space to open up and, and express how I feel and, and make sure I'm mentally and emotionally okay. Um Preach, brother, preach. Like she's like and then when it comes to being a mom, like she is like a superwoman when it comes to like the kid, like when it comes to when it comes to our son. When it comes to just making sure everything with him is taken care of, when it comes to like, oh, or like I'm getting off of work, but I'm thinking about what I'm gonna cook or what I'm gonna do this, or like what, what's going on this with this, what I'm going on, what's going on with that, and she also wants to be able to give her opinion and make decisions on whatever it, whatever goes on with like with our marriage or with the house or shit like that. And I think the ego comes in, the egos clash in that regard with us, and it's not really a clash; it's more me. Because I am so used to being that person on my own that I don't know how to have a partner. Like, I didn't know how to share that workload of make, of, of making the decision. I didn't know how to allow somebody else to come in and make the decision. Um, and our egos kind of clashed in, in that regard because I wouldn't let go. And I had to learn how to be like, all right, cool. You want to take the lead. You want to make the decision on this when it comes to the birthday plans, when it comes to um, X, Y, and Z. Great. You got it. Cool. I had to learn how to do that. Um, and the compromise that we that we came to on that was like, all right, cool. You taking the lead. Just let me know what's going on so I'm in the loop. So now it's not like I'm taking a full back seat. I'm just, it's, it, this is your show. I'm just being able to assist. And so now I'm, I've learned how to put my ego to the side and put my pride to the side and allow her the space that she deserves to be who she ha- who she can be as well. 
you know, and it, it don't have to always be me being the guy, being that person to make the calls and make the decisions. And I think overall, using that example, I think overall our generation is trying to maneuver bringing old school mentalities into new school um, environments and new school situations. Like, dudes today want a chick to just shut up and listen and, and let them lead, but girls now and women nowadays have the ability to do that themselves. And so just like you said, there has to be a respect. There has to be some form of respect and some form of healthy communication to understand where each person is on that totem pole and who whose ego, whose pride is where and who needs to, who and where to understand when to take that step back. And that's something that, like, like I said, I've been married for two and a half years, and I am just now getting to the point to understand that. Like, um, like it's a process, you know, and that's, I think, that's the thing, too, when it comes to relationships, is, like, everybody be like, oh, honeymoon phase is so nice, and it's so cute, because y'all cuddled up, and y'all holding hands, and everything is just so perfect at the beginning, and it's when that first situation happened, when there's a clash, or when there's a disagreement, or there's an argument. That's when I feel like your relationship really starts because now it shows and it gives y'all the opportunity to understand and, and break down the the in-depth emotions of each person. Um, mm-hmm. And now y'all have to compromise and come to an agreement on how to work as a unit and not just be two individual people in the same pod, if that makes sense. Like, I think that's what that's what really make relationships work. And, and, and like you said, it puts the egos to the side is when y'all go from just being two people that's, that's in the same, in that same, uh, in that same pot, in that same little circle, in that same square to now y'all becoming one as a unit. Cause now y'all understand each other more and more and more and becoming one person in one entity. That's, that's what I think, um, gets you past the ego. Uh, situation. Yeah, man, you said that so beautifully, man. For real, like, nah, the way you, you know, you, the way you gave yourself respect, the way you gave your your wife, you know, her flowers and her due diligence and her respect, you know, how she does what she has to do as a mother and as a wife, and just what you know what she brings to you and what she brings out of you, but also what you got to do for yourself to overcome how you feel, to, you know, be the guy you are and be the guy you could like continue to be. Like, hey, that's that's that shit's powerful, like for real, for real. Because I think that that in itself just speaks into like the overall growing stages of the future, or just you know of your relationship, like period. Like you gotta mm-hmm. constantly, you know, like you said, it's all it's all it's like it's pretty much all like a team. It's not not like it pretty much it is a team effort. Like you have to operate as a team. And at the end of the day, when right. it comes to disagreements, you know, like like you said, like you know, you're gonna come to a crossroads. When you're gonna either have disagreements or arguments and stuff, but it's all about how do y'all overcome it? Not even like how fast, but I, I know sometimes some things are difficult to move past in a timely manner. But you gotta, you gotta get through that shit. You gotta like, you know, work through it together. Because if you're not like my thing is with when it comes to disagreements, your like your your significant other has to know we're on the same team. Like I'm on your side at the end of the day, like through thick and thin, like, like she has to know, like, look, I'm on your side and vice versa. Look, I'm on your side. Like we may be disagreeing, but at the end of the day, it's, it's me and you. And if I'm only going to get through it with 
with you, not without you, with you. So we have to get through this together. So that that in itself, like, you know, it's it's definitely vital, like how you move through that shit, man. Like you like the thing you spoke about too with your marriage, um when you say it was kind of difficult to, you know, share share the space, that's that shit's real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like learning how to like maneuver through with somebody else and just make decisions you know, with somebody and just know, like, it's not, like, and I think that goes into the ego thing too with me is it's like, you have to also, sometimes you, you have to step down. You just have to like, you know, let trust the other person to take the wheel and also, you know, let the other person know like, Hey, like take it, but I'm, I'm with you. Like, you're going to take it, but I'm with you with, I'm with you through it. You know what I'm saying? I think as men, it's hard to step. It's hard. It's real hard. To, it's hard to step down and accept that sometimes just know like, Hey, like your wife, your wife has it at the end of the day. She got, she got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like she gon' she gonna, you know, step in and do what she gotta do. You don't always have to be Superman or, you know, Mr. Right all the time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes she gonna like, you know, step in and you know, handle that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely that that shit's real, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. And just even though know, seeing you through your marriage and just, you know, me going through my, my like my swing of things with my relationship right now, man, it's it's definitely something that, you know, is powerful. In a way, and if you don't recognize it, you don't see it, or just see the growth in it, like you, it's gonna be a tough road. Like you know, what I'm saying, like it's it's real, it's real hard to know the grasp of just grasping the fact that like, all right, it's me and you. You know, if you're so used to you know just getting it, because your your whole life, you know, you're doing stuff for your yourself, you're making decisions for yourself, you're only focused on you. So when you're bringing somebody else into it, it's no, it is it still is about you, but it's about the other person too now it's together so you can't just make decisions for yourself all the time you have to consider the other person too especially when you have a, a child involved too it's definitely not just about you anymore like it's about the overall picture like it's about the whole lineage about everything like you know what i'm saying so it's it's definitely something that's that's definitely you know sometimes it's hard it's hard it's hard to really like get used to it's hard to really like understand sometimes because i know with me i you know i, was, I grew up single parent household and it's just been me all my life so all i know is making decisions for myself and getting through things going through my emotions or just learning how to handle things on myself so when it comes to you know somebody else trying to you know help me through something or get me through something that's kind of hard for me to kind of just like accept you know that mm-hmm. person helping me out sometimes i'm so used to doing it on my own and i tend to have a problem with pushing that person away because that's the easiest thing to do because I want to handle it on my own. I want to feel what I feel on my own or I want to go through what I go through on my own. But also right. I got to recognize that, look, this person's here for me. This person's trying to help me out. If she's not here, then I really have nobody. And now I have to, I'm left dealing with it by myself. Now I'm really going to get in the funk and probably get, go down a deeper rabbit hole than I need to be. This person could definitely help me. This person can definitely has my, has my best interest at heart. So it's like, I have to learn how to step down and let that person guide me and lead me. You know, I can't always be the leader. Like, there's more than just one leader in a relationship. There's two leaders. You know what I'm saying? Your woman is definitely a leader. She's a driving force. She's nurtured. Like, she's the she's everything to you. She's that other half. That's really what the other half is. The other half that you're not. So it's it's definitely is it, yeah, man. That that shit that shit's powerful. What you said for real. I just had to recognize that. And like, man, I appreciate it. And it's not even really just is it's not even really me, bro. It's just it's one of them things that I like. I said I I'm I'm, I'm learning. Um, and I think I just feel like I, uh, it, it comes times where people see you as a, people see, see you as an individual when you get in relationships. It's just kind of what I feel 
starting off is like people see you as your individual self in a relationship, but they don't truly know you as a partner. Like, I'm trying to see how I can fully explain that. Like, you see, you people may see me and they may see a rail and they be like, oh my gosh, like individually in our own separate realms when we're first starting out in our relationship or in our marriage, like, oh, like Joe is great with this, 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 this. Aurel is great with this, this, that, that, and, and the third. And it's all, it, it really takes being able to merge y'all greatness. And not only that, like merge the things that y'all are good at, merge the things that y'all not so well at, um, the pros, the cons, uh, and, the, and, and the flaws and things like that, and merge them together. And like the more, the, the, the more you work through it, the more that y'all communicate, the more that y'all build that respect, as you were saying, I feel like that's really, you know, what makes a relationship stronger, what makes it last is because that is is taking that time and taking those moments to, to do those things and work through tribulations and stuff. Like, that's really what builds a long lasting relationship. Like, people be thinking, oh, like, just because these two people are good in their own individual fields or in their own individual, like, lives and they cool together, then it's going to work, like. That's not how that works. Like, that's just, it's just not realistic. Like, people have to go through things and and and, and be able to work through situations. I'm not saying all situations got to be bad, but I'm saying like, just you got to work through some type of situation and understand. Like, yeah, okay, cool. You might be like the head of the household. You may like lead ninety percent of the time, but this ten percent, this other person is a lot more experienced than you in, and you need to allow them the space to make the decision, to make the calls. Um, and then you could potentially learn something from them while just sitting back and just being the support system that they usually are for you. Um, and that's pretty much like for me, what I've seen, what I've experienced, what I experienced, bro, like that's all it really is. That's what it takes. Um, and if I feel like if we as men for real could like get that through our head and just understand like it's a new day and age, like it's a new time in society, relationships, X, Y, and Z. Like, I feel like that'll really make all the difference in, like, how we see relationships, especially in our community. Yeah, definitely. That was that was great, man. That was, that was some powerful stuff, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Let me see how I can, I'm trying to see how I can, uh, what's the word? I'm trying to see how I can, like, parlay this into one of these other topics, my man. You ain't got me talking all deep and stuff on this wonderful Tuesday evening. <laughs> um, okay. Serious, um, and then we low key like on a serious topic right now. So, um, we gonna sway this and and and, and kind of go, I guess, in the more individual realm of things outside of the relationship talk. Um, do you, Brendan? ever find yourself or overthinking your current position in life and or compare yourself to others um that you may see around you oh man let me tell you let me tell you about that man i for years and i mean for years especially throughout my college years and i still am in college i had a, a huge struggle with that just overthinking my overall success or just basing you know, my path and my journey off the 
journey of others because it's been for me personally, it's been a rough road. It's been taking me a little longer to get to where I got to get. And I had to go, had to go through some shit, had to get through some shit. And I still am going through some shit. So it's for me, I know I used, I used to really overthink, you know, my, my current position of where I was because I changed, changed majors, you know, multiple times. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where exactly where life was taking me. You know, my grades weren't really the best and overall my motivation just wasn't there. And I, I was, I was, I was pretty stagnant. I was stuck. I was stuck for a while, man. And, but while I'm stuck, I'm seeing others move forward. You know, I'm seeing my peers move forward. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm even use you as an example. Like I'm seeing you like, you know, go, go forward, you know, walking across the stage, you know, getting, getting masters, getting a job. And, you know, just, you know, to me, to, to my lens, you know, it's just like, dang, like, you know, Everybody's being successful. Everybody's, you know, moving forward in life. And I'm still here trying to figure this shit out. So for a while, I was, like, comparing, you know, the success of others. Like, just even seeing people on social media, like, come graduation time. It's like, damn, that could be me. That should be me. But it's not. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do in life. I still, you know, am struggling just trying to get a grasp of how to, what what I need to do to get to where I need to get. Financial struggles, like, class struggles, like everything, man. Shit shit is real. Shit is real when you have that that like that block in college or just in school where you just don't know what you want to do. But you have to make a decision, an impulsive decision sometimes, whether like if this is the right thing for you, like whether that means do I have to withdraw from school and just work and then just see where it takes me, or do I really just need to thug it out with this major I got and just see what I could do with it after? Or do I just want to really do I have the the, the guts, the bravery, or the, do, like, do I have the balls? Like, I'm, I'm saying balls, but do I have the balls to really, like, start over and really, like, start fresh and really take a chance on something that I want to do? We, you get, you get, you get real, you get real stuck in those moments. You don't really know how to really decide for yourself. And, man, like, honestly, I, I was, I was overthinking. I was overthinking a lot for me. I was overthinking a lot just, not knowing if this was my journey, whether or not knowing if this is where I'm supposed to be. I was I was really like I was really contemplating a lot of things, man. I'm like, man, if I would have just if I could just go back in time and just like not made that decision and just went with my first mind and just actually like pursued this major instead of doing this or just not like not fucked up in this class or not like partied all semester, had my GPA all, you know, messed up and stuff like that, or didn't like, you know, if I made like grown decisions and just like made like actual realistic decisions for myself then i'm probably be in a you know a better position but maybe that was meant to be for me maybe i had to go through that for me to realize like maybe that was my wake-up call maybe that was for me to figure out this is your journey this is how it's supposed to be meant for you because sometimes you have to just go through things to get to where you are where you're currently at i didn't i didn't realize that for a while like right now, it's, it's it's honestly surreal for me to know that I'm in school doing what I want to do, I'm trying to be an art teacher. I'm doing art. I'm doing what I love. I'm creating like I'm really learning and I'm really making connections and I'm really excited for the future that I want to build for the the next future, you know, the next future generation of, you know, of the country. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get out and teach. I'm ready like to, you know teach new creative things to kids or wherever they place me at in, you know, the grade and school system. So it's like, 
I, I like eight years ago, I did not see this for myself. I didn't. I didn't see myself like in in a position where I'm at now. I didn't see like I was I was lost. I was a lost kid, man. I was a lost kid. Just just going through going through life with no direction. And honestly, I, I gave up on myself a couple of times. But I but in the back of my mind I didn't quit. I tried I went tried it again. It didn't work. Tried it again, didn't work. Then one last time I was like, bruh, like it, what like what the fuck am I doing? Like, is it me? And I, I think that was it. I just didn't question me. I did not question me. And I think once I questioned myself and realized you got to do what you want for yourself, not for what you want through others, not what others want you to do, not from what you see other people doing or what your parents told you to do or what your friends are doing. You have to do it for yourself. It don't even matter how it looks. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It don't even matter what you like, what you had to go through to get where you got to get. As long as you are happy doing what you're doing, as long as you finish what you started. Or if you don't finish, as long as you find something that you want to do and you go out and do it and you achieve it for yourself. That's 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 the thing that that got me to where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you do overthink a lot when when it comes to comparing yourself to to others or just when you're on social media or just what you what you want to do for yourself personally. It's like if you aren't really confident and aren't really you know, focused and locked in on your purpose and your why in life, then sometimes you do veer off and it becomes a struggle. And it could be, you could question yourself sometimes and it could sometimes lead you to another direction you aren't really meant to go in. I'm I'm blessed to, you know, be where I'm at today. And I'm, I mean, Joseph, you could say, you could, you could pretty much, you know, relate to this because I, you been with me through all those years i just was just trying to figure it the fuck out just trying to like see what see where this thing is going to take me see where this ship's going to guide me it was a lot of uneasy a lot of like unanswered years just unanswered like moments in my life and i just was just trying to figure it the fuck out but i'm i'm here now i mean <laughs> honestly you would you would have met me like 20 years like tw- maybe 15 years ago this kid would had no aspirations of going to college, had no no future, no 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 nothing. I was a I was a badass kid, bro. I was I was hard headed, bro. It's like, a badass kid. I was bad, man, but man, I, I definitely had I definitely had purpose. I had drive. That's one thing I did have always as a kid. I had purpose and I had drive and that's one thing I never left me. And I think that's that's probably the thing that, that makes me not want to compare myself and not see myself in others. You know what I'm saying? I'm more confident. I'm more focused on what I'm doing and I'm definitely a lot more sure in what I want in life and just what I want for myself and in this life. And yeah, man, it's, that's a good, it's another, another deep question you, you asked. So I guess this is another serious topic. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I try to keep them. That's why I try to keep them. I sure I sure thought you was going to Oh. Yeah, that's what what I try to keep them together. Me? Um, so matter of fact, um find myself overthinking a lot. Um, I don't I don't so much I'm not gonna say I so much so much compare myself to others. I do overthink 
a lot when it comes to just situations um, and just the pathway that I'm that taking, the pathway that I plan on taking, um, things like of that nature. So, like, in college, pretty much, um, I, in college, like, my first two years, I pretty much was just there. Like, I didn't know how to study. I didn't know how to – I didn't really know how to be a college student. I just kind of was just living life. Um, and I almost found myself kicked out. And I think the reason for that was I was doing I, – I was overthinking my – I was overthinking my career path. I was trying to be do. I was trying to do some with sports, do some with sports, um, and I was taking more of like the law side, like trying to be a sports agent, sports attorney, something of that nature. Um, and I mean, the problem came in when I was overthinking so much because I knew for a fact I was trying not to mess up with it. It's not something that I truly wanted to do. It's something that I wasn't doing for myself. And it was it was, it was about my, end of my sophomore year, and that's when I kind of made the switch to kinesiology uh, or sports admin, and started working more. Started looking more at like the event management, game operations, like GM, like the business side of sports, kind of what I'm doing now. And that's what made that's what kind of made the switch for me. And that's the period where I noticed I stopped overthinking. I kind of just like I started just letting life happen. It just kind of just started doing stuff or planning my career as far as, like, what I wanted to do instead of what I was trying to do for somebody else. Um, when I made that switch and when I kind of just calmed down and kind of let stuff just come to me, that's when I noticed, like, a switch had happened and everything kind of just started taking over. Um, till this day, I still, like, overthink situations. Like, for instance, like, my kid is, like, one, but I be thinking like, where he gonna go to high school? Like that's freaking thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years from now. But I'm like thinking like that ahead and yeah. trying to like make sure I have a plan in place because that's how I was raised. Like my dad always told me like, it don't matter what I want to do, it don't matter what you know what plans I have or what goal not plans, what goals I have, what aspirations I have. As long as I have a plan in place and a backup plan in case the first plan don't go right, and just understand the consequences and like understand, you know, everything might not happen the way you want it to happen. Like, that's that's kind of how my mind works. Um, so I do find myself overthinking from time to time. But it's always in like a, I just want to make sure everything goes right. I just want to make sure I'm not messing up. I want to make sure that I have everything accounted for, every uh, question answered. T crossed eyes dotted type of thing, um, and it does kind of drive me crazy sometimes. Like there's times where I be thinking about stuff in a row, tell me all the time like I'm doing too much because like why are you thinking about that like 20 years down the line or why are you trying to think about something that don't even like truly affect you right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's kind of like that's 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 me, and I think it's because I'm so afraid of failure. I'm so afraid of, um, I'm afraid of, um, letting people down. Um, and the, and the reason I say that is because, like, like, I kind of, like I said earlier, like, 
I have so much pride in myself and my abilities that like people have doubted me. So I feel like I have to true. I have to prove people wrong. So like I overthink to ensure that like I don't fail. So I don't prove the doubters right or people who just assume I can't do stuff. Like I feel like I overthink to ensure that like I don't mess up. So whatever they thought I couldn't do doesn't come true. Right. Um, hey, that, that's real, man. And if, then it, in a way you kind of feel like it holds you back too when you feel like you are feeling like. Right. Yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah. That like, shit's real. Yeah. Like that's, that's, and I, I, I think it's funny that like we actually talking about this now because I want to say this probably came out when I had an open conversation about it with somebody else like two months ago. And it's the first time I've actually like been able to like actually say it, but like deep mm-hmm. down, like this really is really what drives like everything I do. Like it really drives. That's what drives me. It's, like, it's the fear of proving people who just don't know me for real, and proving to people who just assume my life is easy that like you know you wrong, and like oh well, people just hand stuff to you. No, like they don't. Like I worked for this shit. Like I built this. Like. I, like and I think that's 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 what makes me overthink so much in my everyday life now. Just be like because of that, and, and like and just like you said, sometimes it does hold me back, simply because my mind is racing like a mile a minute. Like mm-hmm. I be thinking like I gotta do this or I gotta go this way or I gotta, it gotta go that way. Like it can't go no other way because like it gotta get done like this. Um, and it's funny because it kind of go back to Arel. It go, it real, real, really, it's really like the women that be in my life. Arel, my mom. Um, sometimes, sometimes even like Shay and my sisters, like they be like, bro, like chill the fuck out. Like you, like you really need to relax. Like slow down, be patient. Um, it's gonna happen if it's meant to be. It's gonna, it's, it's, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's gonna happen if it's not. You know. It's a detour, another way around, things like that. And I'm learning it's okay. Like, I'm learning it's okay to, you know, slow down. And it's okay to not overthink. It's okay to, you know, enjoy life and and live in the moment and not try to eclipse a milestone but not acknowledge it and look, look forward to the next one like it's okay to actually just enjoy the fruits of your labor and, 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 and you know, love what's happening right now. Um, yeah, that shit, that shit's hard sometimes too. Like, like you said, like just trying to live in the moment and just enjoy life or just, especially when I think, I think about the times where like, I'm just in my head or just, I'm going through something and I'm I'm constantly I'm overthinking it to the way I'm I'm starting to put in factors that don't have nothing to do with nothing, but I'm making it, you know, a bigger thing than it needs to be. That that shit. I mean, man, for me, that that's always been the difficult part for me when it comes to overthinking because I start to think about other people or just people that maybe be doubting me or people that may, you know, don't want the best for me. And I don't even know. I might not even know these people. You know what I'm saying? These people might not even be thinking that. But I just have that that thought in that head is like they're they're like they're there, and it's just like then I just start to go down this rabbit hole is of just like I feel like a failure, or I feel like I fucked up, or I feel like I'm letting myself down, letting my people down, or I'm letting like people that care about me down. I feel like I'm I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna succeed. I'm not gonna 
you know, get past the get get to where I need to get. Like I start to really like go down this trickle of where like I feel like a fucking failure. And it's hard to and it's and you know, I end up snapping out of it. But it's like when you try in that moment, it's hard to even get a grasp of motive. It's hard it's hard to receive criticism is also hard to receive motivation too. Because you're in you're in you're in this mindset to where like there's nothing that's snapping you out of feeling like feeling like you're you're pretty much, you know, you're like you're failing. Like pretty much you're failing. Like you're you're yeah. letting everything down. Everything your life is crumbling. Your your world is crumbling. Like it really feels like that. It might not outwardly. It might not. That might not even be the rally. Like that might not even be happening. But internally in your head, like your world is crashing. It's falling apart. Like it's really like you know, and you feel like you can't get out of it. And like you said, like you know, you, there's women. The women in your life. That thank God for them. Like you said, like you know, like my mom too, or my mom or Sydney. She'll definitely give me a reality check like look tough times don't last you know what i'm saying and that's even hard for me to accept sometimes because it feels like in a moment it feels like it lasts forever i feel like it's not going nowhere like it feel like that shit not going nowhere but a couple hours later you're good or the next day you feel lighter or the next day it's not as bad and it's like damn like you know really maybe that shit really wasn't that bad or maybe you know tough times really do don't last you know what i'm saying like but in that moment i think that's the key thing that like i think that's the most vital part is when you're feeling it in that moment because it's so intense and it's so real. Well, I'm gonna say it's real. It's just intense and it feels like it's real mm-hmm. to where it's like whatever you're thinking, you feel like that's what it's gonna be. And man, I could definitely relate to that, man. Because like, like I said, like you know, we we pretty much grew up together, and I pretty much you know know what I already know what it's like for you you know, feeling like you have to prove something because you got you pretty much got to do it every single day of your life. You know what I'm saying? Not only for other people, but for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that that in itself can can be difficult at times. It can be very difficult because you're going to have days where you're not your best. You're going to have days where, you know, you're not 100 percent or you might be going through something, something's on your mind or you might want something. And that's something that you want isn't happening for you right then and there, or it's not, you know, it's not playing out the way you thought it would play out. So it starts to like, you know, fuck with your head a little bit. Like that's, that shit, that shit's hard. Like, you know, that shit's real hard, especially when you're a go-getter, like, you know, you're a go-getter and you really want to achieve and you really like, a, you really want to grind and get it and have these like these goals and stuff for yourself. When you're truly committed to this shit, man, it's hard when you fail. Like, I don't know, for me, I, I take failure. Like I do not take it lightly, man. I take that shit to heart. When I don't yeah. do good at something, or when I fail at something, or just when I'm not like achieving what I want to achieve, man, that shit hits me so fucking hard, bro. Like I yeah. really, like I really be hard on myself, and I, I feel like you know, I think me and you, you know, we're pretty much like just from our conversation, just what we're talking about now, we pretty much are, you know, in that same mindset. It's just like when you're when you're hard on yourself, man, it's. It's, it's it's real hard to really get yourself out of it, man. Especially in the moment, it might not take days, or it might it might take a you know a good a good little you know little talking to. Like I said, like these women in your life, they got really put it on you thick. Like nigga, like get out of that shit. Like chill the fuck. Not 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 saying to say it like that, but you know it's like bro, like don't be so hard on yourself. Like yeah. it's okay, it's okay to not be okay. Like it's really yeah. okay to not be okay. And you know what's know- crazy? It was was crazy. It's like if you think about, if you think about what we started for real, like, um, like starting at Ori, like, think if you think about that, 
you come from one of the best schools in your parish, in your area, yeah. and all you do is succeed. All you do is pass. All you like y'all just known for being like you go to and then you go to you go from you come from Oregon, then you go to East Saint John. And everybody that's in your in your freshman class know, oh, kids that come from Oregon like the top tier niggas. Like y'all niggas smart. Like that's the whole. That's what the whole school board say. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. and then you show that like you go through. Yo, class like honors classes, you go through it the whole way through college, like through high school, like all like we all finish and then we like we we like lead the different clubs and the different groups and like the different organizations throughout high school. Like you being drum majors, um, you know, in in the band, me ending up becoming soccer captain, you know, and things like that, and all the different extracurricular stuff that we did throughout throughout uh, high school, and it's like you 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 succeeding and then mm-hmm. now you get outside of that with college or just life in general and that like in that, that early start of adulthood and life hits you and now it's like nah like i'm not used to this i'm not used to having some type of tribulation i'm not used to having like some a situation kind of like not go as planned or like and things like that and like and that's and that's what you fight against because you're so used to winning you're so used to being on top you're so used to um you know succeeding and and that's the thing about life bro like that bit will hit you and like it's gonna it's gonna test you and like you said like it's it's all about just being hard on yourself knowing you deserve to be that top tier you deserve to 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 be a part of that group of people or just be or just, or just having it yourself to to be you know everything that you envision yourself being and i think that's 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 really what that drive is and that's why I feel like, you know, all my like I don't feel like I don't have no people around me that that fail. Like no people around me that just that's okay with that. And I think that's why like I fool with you, you know, so much. I fool with Jordan so much. Shay, um, like Kenny, like all my close friends, Donald, like Asante, like all like all my dogs, all my all the people that I've been cool with for so long that we know and love and that that, that we keep around us, bro. Like none of yeah. us really okay with just being average none of us okay with just like you know just like just not being successful and i think that's what drives us it's like and i guess you could say it's kind of like you comparing yourself to your peers because like yeah like I, it's almost like like man like i know where we started from and I, I know the type of caliber that we have and i know what we all about and like i gotta step my shit up because my nigga's doing this like and that's that's kind of the mindset i have as well so damn, I low key feel like I lied early because I said I don't really compare myself to people. Like <laughs> low key, I feel like I lied just now because like okay, if I man. like if I know my dudes, like if I know all my dogs out here doing well and like and they making their dreams happen, they making things, they making moves, bro. It's gonna make me look at myself and be like, damn, what the fuck am I doing? Like I gotta get yeah. my shit together. I gotta I gotta get I gotta get I gotta get back on my square. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, but I think that's that's just kind of like. Like, like, just hearing you talk, bro, just, it really made me think about that. Like, how we came up, how we started out, like, our friendship and our brotherhood. And just, like, just how we like how we all maneuvered from middle school, high school, college to now. It's like, it's like we, we know what we deserve. We know the type of the type that we are, bro. And, like, that that average, that just not, that stuff just not working out. That just not us. Like, that, like, that's, why, that's why you are so hard on yourself. That's why... You you know you want to keep pushing through these tough times, and you want and you like you're not just accepting the shit that happened to you. Like you know, I gotta, I gotta get this. I gotta just gotta, 
Like, and that's what I love about you, for real. Like, just like you say something, you know, you've been, you, you've had, you, you've had, you know, your trials and tribulations over the, over the past couple of years. But every time I talk to you, bro, you're not like down on your luck. You're not, you're not like sad and depressed. You, you, you be on the phone and come on the pod and be like, man, look, I got this, I got this working out. I got this going around. But you know, I'm just about to push this through. This working, like, and it's always working towards something. It's like no matter what happened, you're always working towards something and making sure, like, even though this play didn't go the way I wanted, we about to maneuver this shit this way so I can get back right or so we can get this back right. And I think that's, a, that's such a special thing about you, bro, um, that is kind of that, – that, that's in us. That's in me. Um, and that's what keep us moving forward. That's what keep us going strong. And that's what's going to uh, inevitably and, and, and that's what's going to end up pushing you to that, pushing you past that line that you're trying to get to. Um, like that's, just, that's, that's, that's real important. That's real special. That's like that's like a, that's a key trait that a lot of people don't have that um, I'm admiring than you. And like, you, know, you said, like, us being so cool, us being so close, I think we have it in each other. That's why we push ourselves, push each other and push ourselves to be so great. Uh, and even like even with myself, like, yeah, there's times I'm like, no, I'm not done. Like, mm-hmm. there's somebody out there, like I said, like, I'm really fueled by just like, I'm fueled by, I'm fueled by failure, I'm fueled by, you know, the assumption. So in my mind, like, the second I feel like somebody against me, I'm taking that shit and running with it. Like, there's been times where there's, there's been people who have been in my corner. And they said like the slightest little thing that make it seem like they like against me or make it seem like they doubt me. And I will take that shit and I will turn that shit up to a hundred and be like, all right, bet I'm about to run this shit just to prove to you like you wrong. And that's that don't even be the case. It just be that's what that's the fire that that makes me mm-hmm. go. That's the fire that make me like bust my ass, you know, for my you family always, or for myself. Yeah, you always have that. From the moment I Met mentioned sixth grade just to now has always been that like that fire you know kind of like a chip on your shoulder but like that chip is just a fire that's fueled as motivation to like look like i already know i have something against me but i'm not about to let that define me or let that you know become me because i'm i'm going to overcome that each and every day i'm you know you're going to see it each and every day like i can like that's pretty much when i think of you i think of the word like you know think of the words i can because you can bro like you definitely get up and get it you do it just like everybody else. Like I, I even just, bro. Like, like really, honestly, bro. I've, I've been knowing you so long, just so used to being around you so long, bro. It's just like when people, and this is kind of just getting from a, another person's like perspective who doesn't know you, like just like probably seeing you for the first time. Like, I truly can say, like, bro, like I don't look at you like any different, or just like treat you any different. I think that's what you know what. Why our friendship, which is how we just people we grew up and went to school with, like that's why it's so beautiful. Which is how we just you know be around each other, just treat each other because, bro, we don't treat each other different. We don't look down on each other. We don't like we gonna just constantly just motivate each other. And I know just from knowing you, bro, it's just like yes, I like you know you obviously do have a disability, but it's like that disability doesn't make you disabled to do anything. I feel like you're able to do anything you want to do, and you've been showing that and proving that to me since the moment I met you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't look at you as that, like, hell, like, bro, like, <laughs> bro, like, it, it, it definitely doesn't even become a thought in my head sometimes when, like, when around people, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I've been knowing you so long, I'm around you so long, and it's like, bro, like, you're, you're definitely, like, you know, 
you're you're my brother. Like you're you're human to me. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you're Joseph. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't see it any other way. You know, mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to be taken aback. Sometimes you know it's like okay, like you know I got like some people just you know they just don't see it or they don't you know they're not used to it or they don't they don't get it or they think like oh you can't do something or they think you can't like you know you have these things that you probably can't do for yourself and when people see it or just see like what you can do they're shocked and it's just like yeah like you know regular just like us you know what i'm saying he does everything we do literally everything like (laughs) i appreciate that for real i really do i I mean and and see like and that's what it is for real for me like i think that's 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 a part of it as well just so there there was a there was a period and i guess you could say i still do it today it was a period in my life i was like i used to be like man just doing this for myself like i do I do stuff just to show an example and to be an mm-hmm. example for like other people with disabilities like just to prove to people like man like we you just like everybody else like yeah you might you might look a little different or your situation look different but like you know you can still live the same type of life as everybody else um and i think like you know that's that's just something that was instilled in me when i was young just unintentionally by my parents. I don't feel like they I don't feel like they intentionally meant that. But it was just like they always told me like they raised me to be independent. But I took that mindset and I like and like sometimes I take it too far. But yeah, man, I mean that's 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 what get me going. Like that's that's what I overthink about. That's that's what going back to the whole question of it and all like that's 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 what be on my mind twenty four seven. It's just how can I shit on these niggas who think I can't do shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's like essentially like that's that's really what it is with me. Like, and the second I can find something to like put in that box to look at to push me, like then it's over with. Like then I'm like, hey, bet I got something else not to keep going. Like, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, this is some very deep shit right now. And just for those who who just first time listening and just, you know, just what we just now just just talked about, you know, with Joseph, you know, with with his situation, you know, he was born without arms. So, you know, that kind of just I want you to kind of just think for yourself, like everything that he has to go through on a daily basis and just, you know, his life going, you know, just trying to learn and relearn things and still, you know. That's where that that's where that fire comes. That's like, you know, that's what that, that chip on our shoulder that we're talking about now, like just everyday motivation and just proving it to himself and you know, to others. It's like just kind of just think about that for a second, just envision that. Like, you know, like this man literally has to get up and take on the world without, you know, two arms. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about think about the things you do with your hands on a daily. Think about the things you do on a daily with your arms and your fingers and everything like that. Imagine all that being taken away from you and just know that and just figuring out like, how do you maneuver through life or how do you get through life with that, with that struggle? You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of just, you know, I just wanted to like throw that out there for everybody just to kind of like envision what we're talking about just now. So just had to throw that in there for my guy. Yeah, it's good. Cause sometimes we do be talking about stuff, and I'll be like, maybe they, maybe people don't know. Like, they don't yeah, realize. I mean, I really <laughs> forget. Like, you know, that's 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 what I was talking about earlier. It's just like, man, like, you know, I've been knowing you for so long. It's like I forget, like, I forget you don't have arms. Now, hey, you know, not to you know say it like that, but it's just that. I mean, hell, nah, I mean, nah, you're you right. Feel. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's really what the fuck it is. I've been figuring you don't have arms. Like, I really don't be noticing. 
Like the feet, the feet don't even fucking like come to the back of my mind anymore. Like you just, you just do what you do, bro. <laughs> like love, oh love, it's all love, love. It's all love for real. Oh, such a deep, such such deep segments today. Yes, yeah, some deep, deep segments, man. This is this is healthy, <laughs> right? And if you then we talking about this, and if you look at the other three that we got. It's like, dang, you just go down. Let's go down hell now. Hell, let's let let's go left then. <laughs> All right, right, exactly. All right, let me see. Um, hmm, hmm. Okay, we'll start with like just a little light one for right now. Have you ever had to kick a girl out of your crib, and why? Um, guess I'll go first since you took the lead on the last one. Um, I've had to kick a young lady out one time. And this is actually funny story. Me kicking this girl out of my apartment is actually what got me to get my life together. <laughs> and it's the reason why I'm married now. Well, not the reason I'm married. But it's what got me on the path of like wanting to be in a serious relationship. Um, there's a young lady. I'm not gonna do no names and stuff like that. Um, but we weren't in a we weren't serious at all. We was just like we was just friends with benefits. We would just you know pull up, hang out, do it, do blah blah blah. And I think she wanted to be serious, but I just wasn't in the mindset with her to to take that route. And one day she came over to the crib, and I wasn't feeling well. And when I'm not feeling well, people know me to be, like, bubbly and energetic and annoying and just, you know, life of the party type stuff. And when I'm not feeling well, I'm the complete opposite. So she pulled up, came in with some fast food, uh, wanted to talk and all that. And I'm like, bro, feel good. Just kind of lay down or just chill out, you know, watch some TV, watch some Netflix. It's a chill night. And she didn't, you know, wasn't vibing with that. So... You know, she said some things. I said some things. She, like, threw her fast food. Mind you, it was Taco Bell. So it was, like, tacos and, like, a quesadilla and some sides, like, on my desk, like, on my on my desk of my apartment. And it was just oh, there, spread out all over. And I'm like, bro, I don't even, one, I don't eat Taco Bell. Um, Two, because it was the food for her. One, I don't like Taco Bell. Two, you being rude. Three, I got a roommate. This girl, and the way my room was set up, I was on the far end away from the front door. So she, this girl, like, walked, stormed out of my room, slammed my room door, like, walked past the common area, living room, sliding chairs and stuff like that as she walking out, and then got to the front door and slammed the front door. So now I'm pissed because now I'm like, I got roommates. And, like, you being disrespectful. She came back in trying to cause the scene even more. I was oh, she, not she aggressive. Came back? Yeah, she came back. Like, she left out. Because I think she oh. she left the drink. So, no, she left the food. Like, she left the Taco Bell. Oh, why? Why don't you come back for the drink then? Fuck, you she left the, the Taco she, Bell? She left the Taco Bell. But she had, like, you know how they got, the, like, the little blue Baja-type drink or whatever. That, that bit is pressure. I would have drunk her shit. That's a reason to come back. I low-key was going to drink it. She came Definitely. back. <laughs> came back, got the drink, 
and was trying to like still argue and i'm like fam we're not even like we're not even in a relationship like we're not like that like you could leave like you could really go i was fine with you just storming out but don't slam people doors so she slammed my door again so then i opened it and like i didn't grab her i legit was just like all right bro like i'm about to walk you out and i'm like bumping against her like edging her to the like just pretty much edging her to the door and like got her out the apartment like that um because in my mind at this point i'm like bro you didn't got my room smelling like taco bell and i gotta clean that up so now i'm low-key about to whoop your ass but i don't want to go to jail and i'm not with a domestic violence so i can't whoop your ass but i really want to whoop the shit out of you right now is what was going through my mind mm-hmm. um and i was like i think i was living on the third floor of the apartment so the whole time she like storming off down the steps yelling and screaming went to her car drove off i go back to my apartment i go back to my apartment and clean up the Taco Bell, and I'm just praying. I promise you, I I kid you not, I'm not even a hardcore prayer. Like, I'm not. I just be like, I just kind of sit in silence and just think to myself. When I tell you I was out loud, verbally, like, cleaning up the mess, and I'm like, you know what, God? I'm done dealing with these hoes. I'm really done. I promise you, God, I'm so sorry. I am done. I'm ready to live a faithful and a, and a, a prosperous life. Just please stop, stop allowing me to deal with these hoes. I'm so done. I promise you, word for word, I probably it was somewhere in that range of how I said it. And I know you're not <laughs> supposed to curse in your prayers, but like I was just fed up, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done chasing hoes. I'm, I promise, I'm done. And two months later, because that was this that happened in December of 2018. 2017 2018 i'm lying that was december of 2018 and february of 2019 is when i met a row oh wow <laughs> right exactly that's what i'm saying like one hell of a realization was, my dog was listening to me because i was like yeah. look i'm so done shout out to him <laughs> shout out to the man <laughs> up, up there shout out to the high that Right, I, and to my recollection, that was the one time, at least the most significant time, where I had to like kick somebody out of my apartment. I'm ooh, I did kick somebody else out of my apartment, and you know who it was. <laughs> I know who that was. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, you know who that one was. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. The short one. Yeah. Yeah, I had to kick her out of my apartment, but the most significant one was the last one. Right before me and the real met. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And now, and now here we are. Here we are, man. Forever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a beautiful can't thing. <laughs> Love. Yeah. Nah. I really can't. I wouldn't want to. For real. I ain't gonna lie. We aggravate each other. It'd be kind of funny. We we really aggravate each other. But like. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare, you know, try to kick out. I feel like she would just go, I feel like she would just leave. If it was that bad, she would just leave and go to Zachary, which is 40 minutes away from people, and then come back. (laughs) I wouldn't kick out, though. The door is always open. The doors of the church are always open. Right. And vice versa. Hopefully it's the same way vice versa. For me, man, I can only think of one time 
I kicked the girl out of my apartment and I don't even think I really kicked her out. I think she probably found her way out and I just kind of just walked her to the door as That's she was making way. a scene. Basically, man, I was I was dating this young lady in college and um at the time we were just having a rough patch, you know, in our in our relationship, just arguing all the time, just every little thing was a big thing and situation after situation and there was just not, nothing was ever a, a positive not not saying nothing was ever a positive but there was never a day or a week i would say during that time where there wasn't an issue and there was a particular issue that that happened you know between us and i basically you know wanted to address it wanted to address it so she was at work. She worked on campus. Um, <laughs> I decided to address the issue because at the time I didn't know how to really handle situations or handle my feelings. So I was pissed. So the best thing that I thought was to go pull up on her at work and check her about, you know, the situation. So I pulled up at work. I checked her, uh, you know, say what I had to say. And this is why I will say I was wrong because I did kind of make a. I didn't even make a scene, bro. I feel like I was silently going off, but my hand gestures were so loud to the point where you knew it was something serious. Because I wasn't yelling, I wasn't. I didn't raise my voice, but my hand gestures were so intense, and I did make like a hand gesture to her, close to her face, you know, basically insinuating something to the lines of "Don't play with me." And I stormed off and went back to my apartment. Okay, right, right. And I left it like that. And she comes back to my apartment with, you know, her friend. And her friend is kind of like holding her back. Like, well, no, this is before she pulled up with her friend. Like, her friend was outside of, you know, in the living room area. She came to my room first because I leave my room, left my room unlocked. And, you know, she just came in through the door as normal. Mm -hmm. Came in. Basically saying, like, I'm, I was wrong for doing what I did. And, like, I ain't had to do all that, this, that, and the third. And she didn't appreciate, like, me, like, putting my hands close to her face, this, that, and the third. And then she did the same thing to me. Like, how, like all right, like, since you did it to me, how does this feel? So she put her hand, you know, in my face and kind of low-key slapped me on some shit. So that's when you know i got up and be like hey bro don't put your hands on me like you know i, I ain't do like i ain't do it to you so don't do it to me mm. so we got each other face and it got real intense and a friend came in and just was holding her back and this then the third we yelling we yelling at this point the whole probably apartment complex could probably hear us and man shout out shout out to my roommate donald because he had the he, he knows exactly what this situation was and it, 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 it was one hill one day it, it was it was pretty intense, man. But man, let's just say like you know it was about to be up there, and you know the friend, I I pretty much walked the friend and her out. Be like, all right, y'all y'all need to go because this is about to get ugly. Mm -hmm. Like tension, like emotions are flying, tensions are in the air. Like we're yelling, we're screaming at this point, screaming at the top of our lungs. Don't even know what the hell we're saying anymore. Just saying shit to hurt each other. Like it just wasn't wasn't a great thing, but yeah, I, I would say yeah, that was the one time I really you know had to kick somebody out out my kick a, a woman out my apartment, um, yeah. for that reason. And honestly, man, it wasn't the best feeling or situation because 
it was it was stupid. Like it was for a stupid reason. And man, like just even thinking about trying to vividly like go back memory lane of that situation, just seeing what led to that and just what was going on around that time. It just wasn't the healthiest, you know, spot for me to be in. And I was I was young. I was young and dumb. And I just didn't know how to handle things. So that's how I handled mm-hmm. it. And it just didn't turn out the best. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty interesting, man. It was it was it got it got pretty ugly, man. It got pretty ugly real quick. To turn the tables, have you ever been kicked out? Have I been kicked out? No, surprisingly, I haven't been kicked out. I have not Same. been kicked out. I've never been kicked out. I've I hope been asked to stay, and I was like, nope. Mm-mm. Mr. Sun, uh, one rule, my good brother. You always go back home before Mr. Sun comes up. If Mr. <laughs> Sun is starting to come up, time to go back home. Time to go back home. Luckily, I don't got to deal with that no more. But <laughs> when Mr. When you see yeah. Mr. Sun starting to peek out, it's time to go home. Please shine down on me. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Let me see. Let me see. We got two more here. Are you trying to you want you trying to run through the last two? Like Yeah, we can run through them. Okay. Hood chicks or bougie chicks are better. I Overall, in whatever in whatever aspect you want to pick. If we had to choose between just those two, yep. I'm gonna go with a hood chick. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm gonna go with a hood chick because I know it's a handful to deal with, but I know at the end of the day, I know where that loyalty stands. I know she's gonna ride for me. I know she's gonna come through. And I know she ain't gonna let nobody play with me and play on my top at the end of the day. Shit, like mm-hmm. if I'm, if I'm ten toes deep, she going twenty. Like. Yeah, yeah she might be one of the most, but like she really gonna ride for a nigga like for that, like I guess in that regard, you know, for those purposes. But I know there are pros and cons to either mm-hmm. or, but I guess we'll, we'll we'll dabble into that after you know we go into your choice. What like which one do you choose? Um so for me what's funny, when I was single, if I was single, I always fool with hood But in relationships, mm-hmm. Relationships. I always lean more towards the bougie. Okay. Excuse me. Dang. That's what happened eventually. Um. Yeah. When I was single, I always fooled the hood chick. But then in relationships, I always lean more towards the bougie girls. I don't know why. Honestly, I think it was just because like I didn't want to bring a hood chick to my mom. Then um, that was my real reason. Yeah, that was another thing for me too. I, like, I just didn't want to bring that to my mom because I know man, my mom's a sweetheart, and I don't, I don't want you know, don't want to throw her off with something like that. I know I can bring home better, you know. At the end of the day, like I know she would probably look at it like, okay, like if this is what you like, but it's like, is this really the best thing for you? Like, like what is this? What are we doing? Yeah, like, what, like what are we doing? Like, <laughs> do better, son. Nope. No talk. And I think I was fooling one time. She was a little thought off. And she was like, really? <laughs> she was legit like, really? This is what we doing? And I was like, no. Like, 
it's not like that. Relax, calm down. Um, and that was like months ago. Cause she, my mom, always found out about people late. She always found out after the fact. Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever. I think it was only one person she found out about, like in the moment. Um, well, two now, but before it was like only one person she found out about, like in the moment. Right. Uh, so like for me with a hood chick is like well one I'm not I don't have any like attraction or do I want to even date a hood chick but if I had to choose I would probably go the hood chick route for me only because really and truly like because I'm I'm like a, I'm like the, the total opposite personality wise mm-hmm. Of them so I've, it just balances well like with me like if she's on 10 like i'm always gonna be on one like so it's just like never really gonna class but like when i gotta go 10 and check you like you gonna know that i'm serious and you're gonna like you know go back down to one where i'm always at so it's like and then on top of that too with a hood chick it's like yeah like this your this your personality it's your lifestyle but by me you know coming from what i come from i'm not i'm not no hood nigga. i'm not no street nigga, but i'm definitely got got hood nigga, man like i got a hood nigga environment like i've been around that shit and i know how to maneuver on that shit. Mm-hmm. so it's like i got I, I definitely got the sense of a hood nigga, and i definitely got the aura i could i could definitely like you know relate you turn, you turn it on i could definitely turn it on when i get turned it on so it's like look like one thing you ain't gonna do play with me so it's like yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the only way it would probably work out for me if I went that route. So yeah. it's like just me being the total opposite of the spectrum personality wise and probably and also lifestyle wise, because I ain't trying to, you know, depending on what, you know, she attracted to, she like hood niggas. I'm not the one for her. like, you know, what I'm saying I'm not no hood nigga. I just grew up there and <laughs> I just didn't make a product of my environment. But give me a project check. Huh. Give me give a project one that don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of hood chick, good brother. I don't know if you've heard about um one new up and coming rapper, Sukiana. Oh God. Um, today's new and true water girl. Um. And we have we have some um some 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 videos floating around of Miss um Tsukiana pretty much spewing, you know, something um from some body parts. And the it looked as if it was a, a slight a slight bit tinted, tinted brown instead of being crystal clear, you know what I'm saying? Um do you have any 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 you know any any opinion on it? Like, do you do you have a problem if if things are a certain color different than it's supposed to be? So are we are we like are we deciding like if she if her water game is legit? That's what we trying to is a squirt game legit? Well, that as well. That well, yeah. That is it legit, and but is it legit? And then, is it also good for your health? Uh, since you mentioned the tint, like, and I know exactly what you're talking about. If there is some type of discoloration uh-huh. <laughs> coming out of your bodily fluids outside of the norm, then I believe we need to raise that red flag ten miles into the air. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, 
But I will say this. I will say this about Miss Sukiana. Um, her water game, I would say, is pretty, pretty solid. Pretty That's, solid. It was official. I'll definitely, it's, I'll definitely say it's definitely official, and it's it's definitely stamped in some right. people's books. For me personally, I would say like you know it's pretty official. You know, I you know I ain't gonna put a above Miss Jasmine Cashmere. I am you know I definitely <laughs> gotta give respect when respect yeah, is due. The professional, the professional sex expert here. Definitely, definitely, you know what I'm saying. Gotta give shout out to the the OGs in the game. But um, yeah, man. So ah man, we like when I saw the video on Twitter, bro. I was well one. You know it's. When you, when you're when you're pretty much in that in that mood, let's let's just talk about Twitter, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just call it what it is. Are you going you gonna see some shit? And yeah, yeah. You either gonna see some shit or you gonna or you gonna search some shit. Either you gonna see it or you are gonna want to look for it. Mm-hmm. And let's you know, we all have those those moments when we just want to look for shit. When we you know on that type of time on that demon time, you gonna look you know look for those aesthetics and look for something to like and retweet. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we get in the mood. Sometimes we want to see shit like that. But this, you know, particular, you know, woman, I would say, um, man, I did not know. I didn't know she was like that. <laughs> I did not know it was like that, bro. And actually, I heard I heard about the name, but I didn't, you know, I didn't even. That's my honestly, this is my first time even seeing the video. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know, like, that was out there on some shit. So when I seen it. And for those who are, you know listening to this we are talking about a woman who pretty much you know has a fire squirt game that's i'm just gonna call a spade a spade you know this is you know the topic that we on but yeah the shit the shit was legit when i seen it the shit was legit until you mentioned the whole like you know color discoloration you seen like what'd you say it was like brown or something like that bro it was that booty hole brown do you, do you think my it was maybe the filter, or do you think maybe pink. it was my pussy pink, my booty whole brown? <laughs> yeah, like more I don't know. Brown and... I don't know. I mean, it was only brown at the beginning, and the rest of it was pretty much clear. It was just, it was just, it was sent to me. And when you, and you know, now Twitter, you can't preview stuff, so you gotta open it. So once you open yeah, it, you it's can... already there. It's already there and in your face, um, full attention. So now Damn, you just you, you got you just sitting through it now to figure out what's going on. You, you know you got, can't can't miss miss communicate. You can't you know miss yeah. miss talk on the, the content. She got a fire hydrant. Ooh, and, and I saw it and I was like, bro, I was like, whoa, I was like, yo, what's going on? Midday, it was like three o'clock, two p.m. when I got this sent to me, and I was like, man, what is going on here? Um, on this fine Tuesday. And then once I got to the actual um, explosion, I was like, I, I was like, Jesus, wait, that's not supposed to look like that. Um, and it kind of yeah. it threw me off a bit because I was like, man, that's not supposed to be pink. that. That was not supposed to be that color. Not supposed to be might that be color. Pink. It might, be, and, but that's even worse. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know what, brother? I'ma just, I'ma just not, I'ma just not deal with this. I'ma just, not, I'ma ignore it. But it kept coming up, like they was talking about it, and I was like, bro, I'm not engage because it's I didn't yeah, already click on it. 
Yeah, I think that was P, bro. I ain't gonna cap, bro. Just looking at it, it's like it's almost like she got caught between a two and one special. It's like, damn, like I'm I'm here, but also got a P. <laughs> Maybe. But you so, know her music? Her music is like that though. Her music is real raunchy and just real out there. Um and so this is very par for the course. Um I just I just don't know if that's official or not. Like I get it, I get it. You know, some of these girls nowadays want to be the bad bitch. They want to be, uh, have the best foot and all that good stuff like that. But, but at a certain point, we got to start really, like, checking the hygiene and just making sure we are good in our friends. And if you, like, going to post something, can we at least, like, double check the post? Or let's not do it online. Or, like, let's post it after we check it. Like, Certain stuff I think needs to have like a it needs to have a pre check, like TSA. We gotta have a pre check. We gotta like we gotta analyze before we just put out the hypothesis on these situations and, and the solution. Um, that's all I ask for. That's all I, I ask. Flint water. <laughs> she Doki do got more water than Flint right now. I mean, in Flint, Michigan. Damn it, like. It's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was a sight to see. It was a sight to see, though. A sight to see. Because honestly, bro, initially looking at it, it was like, oh, damn, okay. She really. really It was really like a faucet. It was like a a water spout. Like a fire hydrant. Like, oh, Lord. (laughs) It was like a fire hydrant bust, and then all of a sudden, goes the faucet. And you know, you know, like you know what the pee was like. You know, like when the fire hydrant busts, and it's like there's that right before it's like it's over. There's like that big old gush of water that just kind of just like yep. just comes down. That's kind of what the pee was. I'm and just like, like oh, oh, why you had to do that? Right, like why you gotta do? Why, why is the why is the ceiling wet? Why is why? the ceiling wet now? Like why, why? is that why? different from up there? You couldn't just go to the toilet. Exactly. Do the video after. Like, come on, man. But hey, oh man, that definitely guys, was epic. Some guys like it. Some guys like that. Yeah, some, some, some probably a lot of guys liking that right now. I ain't gonna lie, it fooled me for for a second. I they was like, it okay, fooled bet. me. It fooled me. I was like, okay, bet, bet. <laughs> water. Yeah, that was that. That's some some water park water. It's like Blue Bayou water. Right. Yeah, no, good on that. Well, man, hey, brother, wait for we have now made it to the end of the road. We've made it through all five topics. I, I, I commend anybody that made it through the whole thing with us. I appreciate and love all y'all. Um, definitely a roller coaster, right? No, yeah, we definitely we went we went a lot of highs and lows, a lot of depths and bounds to. Heavenly conversation to down back to the depths of uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this is a full show here, guys. I mean, you got you got all <laughs> angles, all angles and all aspects today. Um, hope y'all enjoyed it, man. Keep loving, keep supporting, keep listening. Uh, appreciate everything from the very first episode to now to the ones we got put out and everything we got coming up for y'all. I know y'all might think we'd be, we be bullshitting, but I'll tell y'all when we really got merch and stuff like that in the works and on the way. 
Uh, it's all about just getting the, honestly, it's really just about getting the business side of it taken care of. Um, I'm currently working through that, so once we get that situated, we're going to be all good. And y'all going to be able to rock, walk around in the tees and the hoodies and the sweatshirts and the joggers and the wristbands and the hats and whatever else y'all want to, you know, represent the boys with, bro. Appreciate y'all love y'all. You know? Let's keep it going, you know? Yeah, to promote black businesses, man. Promote black podcasters. Just promote everything black. You know what I'm saying? Just promote and support. And just, you know, really just come along the journey. Come along the way. Man, we come a long way. And like I said, we're, we're trying to, not even trying. We're going to keep this going as, you know, till the wheels fall off for real, for real. So yep. just social media, Instagram, Wody, Wody Podcast. Our business page, Wody, and that's what Joe's talking about with our merch and stuff. That's what we in the works of right now, just looking to unveil and just, you know, where the direction goes with the merch and just everything accessorized. Just be on the lookout for that. Man, look, just just support us. Just keep following us. Keep up to date with us. We'll give you all the best content you'll ever listen to, for real. It's authentic. It's real. It's coming from two two goats. That's all I can say. Goaty. Hey, Amen. I mean, I'm say, but <laughs> I try to give us some props just now, but hey, like I said, man, follow us on Wody at Wody Podcast, Instagram and Twitter. Like and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple. We here. I'm B, and this is Joe, and this was episode, I don't know what episode number it is, but it's an episode number out there. You need to tap in and listen to the shit, and we are Wody. We out of here. Whoa, you heard the man. You heard the man.